Hey guys, welcome to Pretty Out There, presented by ProExist. Ingredients that revive, skincare that empowers. Oh my goodness, it feels so good to be back. I know I've been gone for a bit, but you know what? Life just has, you know, its ways of interfering a little bit, but you know what? You just gotta get back on your, on your feet and just keep pushing forward. And it feels so good to be able to bring someone so amazing onto my podcast to share their story because I believe stories inspire people in so many different ways, whether you're trying to be an artist or a producer or you're trying to start your own business and be an entrepreneur, a makeup artist or selling lashes or having your having your own Shopify, whatever it is that you want to do, stories help uplift you and motivate you to the next level. So I'm going to say a little bit about my guest. My guest is an amazing Latina artist. She goes by Cielo. She was born and raised in Los Angeles. She's a Latina artist with a love for soul music. Coming from a musical and artistic family, creativity and expression is a strong belief in her life. I want to impact the world psionically and visually. Her roots go deep in church. God-centered and knows she is not meant for a body. She believes in chasing her dreams and inspiring the next generation. Yes, we are all born with God-given gifts. It's our responsibility to open and use them. Amazing. Stay tuned and listen to her story. Please welcome Felicia Reynoso. She's a Latino artist, singer, creative director known as Cielo and also my dope cousin. So how you been? I'm great. I was like, you know, you asked me to do this and I was super honored because I know that um, this is such a great platform for people to share their stories and and get yeah. out there and really inspire people. So I'm excited, super excited. I'm like, you, know, you go through things and you're like, for what? And this is why, so that we can tell our stories. So I'm excited. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I know when I... I follow you and I see what you do and I'm just like, man, she's doing it. And I was like, you know what? I need to get her on here because I know you have not just a message. It's a deep message, a message that will touch so many people in so many ways. And especially with the whole pandemic, there's a lot of us going through difficult times right now. And I think it's going to be a great way to speak to people in a different way. And it's through music, you know? And so um, I'm so honored to have you on my podcast. Thank you. Yes. So tell me a little bit how you've been dealing with the whole pandemic and everything. Well, I mean, it's crazy because it started in March, uh-huh. I believe, and we've never seen anything like this. So we kind of just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to kind of chill and, um, and we'll be back at regular life, like normal in about, you know, yeah. weeks or a month. And, and it turns into like a full blown mm-hmm. year and and I it's crazy because I like lost my job and I was at home and um I also have a a brother who's uh in the video he's into it being a videographer and creative director as well Uh he's awesome um I was like we need to do a project because we we're just Uh here you know it's like we we don't know what the year's gonna look like so um it's been actually I released an album in January. It was literally another year, like a full year that passed. And um yeah, we attacked this project and I feel like that brought me out of um just fear. I think it hits you. I've never seen this in my life. I mean, I I've 
I've lived through like SARS, H1N1, you know, these Ebola right. scares and all this stuff. And, and then now it's at home, you know, it's like some of my neighbors that I grew up with actually, you know, passed away because of COVID. And oh, it was like, yeah. I can't, you know, now I can't go to my cousin's house or I can't go to my friend's house because it's real. And so honestly, like, I think it, it's crazy that you asked me to speak because this, this past week that passed, um, it was like, the I think COVID, the whole oh, thing just yeah, hit yeah. me. Like, you know, it hit me. And I was so, I was afraid of the future. I was like, is, how, what I'm chasing, it involves people. It involves an audience. It involves feedback. It involves being, you know, it's like you dream of hitting arenas mm-hmm. and um, doing shows. And then it's like, no, I'm doing shows in my room. Yeah. You know, so it, <laughs> no, it's, I think it's a question a lot of us ask ourselves, like, do you have fear of the unknown? And I think the unknown is what affects people because you, you just don't know what's going to take place tomorrow, what's going to happen next, or are we going to survive or we're not going to survive? And it's, it's it's a scary situation, you know? It's so true. It's it's. I think that's where um, it's like, do I have faith that stuff is going to happen? You know, it's also a great time to sharpen mm-hmm. your self-love and your faith, you know? So um, it was definitely a a moment where I'm like okay everything I've been studying about um and every every book that I've been reading this is the time that it kicks right in, right you know? what are you doing how good? about you well, <laughs> we're hanging in there too I mean as you know my family you know they got infected with the COVID and all that and of course you know you always think oh it's not going to happen to my family and sure enough it did and right. I went to a place of like um I felt when I found out I was in shock and mm. I I cried. I cried and I had fear and mm. I just felt empty. I just felt like, oh my gosh, how can I help them? How can I be there for them? And I was like, well, I can't even be there to help hold the baby or I can't even be there to mm. do anything, you know, to make them feel better. But I, you know, I, I, you know, I prayed and I, I took a deep breath and I said, okay, the best thing I could do is be there from the, you know, by the, by giving them like medication or giving them little, um, gift packages, just stuff to uplift them. And I even was make, even making soap. I was like, I'm making chicken noodle soup, right. whatever I could make. Yeah. Anything. I was like doing ocean, uh, like oils, you know, putting potions together. <laughs> oh my God. But, uh, right. But thank God, for real. thank God they're all doing better. And I wish the same for everybody else to stay healthy and strong. Yeah. Awesome. So I want my audience to know who Felicia Reynoso is. Tell us a little bit about your childhood. Yeah, so I grew up in a very, um, very interesting uh, area called Pacoima, <laughs> California. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. you know, Pacoima, Pacoima has a ranch. <laughs> and um, so I grew up there. I grew up in a very strong-headed family. Um, you know, I grew up in a great environment that um, full of, like, just love and support mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just amazing people but I you know those were the personalities but the trials were separate it was like I grew up um pretty you know a pretty broken family where um I had like substance abuse in my family and Mm -hmm. you know like jail and all that and and it's so crazy how we normalize it as Hispanics or minorities we're like yeah if if you don't have a you know an uncle that went to prison or a dad it's like you're not normal and it's like no you're not normal that's not normal (laughs) you know so I grew up like that and um my 
but I grew up in a family that was very artistic. I mean, you're part of my fam. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, you know, shout out to like Taz and Denise and my cousin Selena and the twins yeah. and like all these people that that, you know, it's like we grew up with music. And I feel like that was a scapegoat from the age of three. I remember, let's do that. And I would be like, I am going to go home and practice. And I used to practice vocals every day. Every day I would practice to learn. (laughs) I loved house music because my older cousins loved house music. Like DJ Reed (laughs) and like, oh yeah, Um, you know, DJ Humpty Vision. And I was just like, I want to be them. So every you know I would come home and I would just practice and practice and practice and um yeah so I I think I the first time I ever recorded I was 13 years old no well the first time I've ever rapped Uh I used to I mean I rapped too so the first time I ever rapped was I was eight years old and I remember it was a talent show and there were older kids they were probably like not kids but youth they were like 18 19 like Felicia you should rap (laughs) with us yeah and I'm like okay and so I was yeah, eight yeah. thinking I was little Kim, you know? And um and I I was rapping and ever since I was eight years old, like I just I'm like, I this is what I want to do with my life. And and of course, you know, um I think the person that makes it in life mm-hmm. is the one that doesn't give up, you know? And um it's and I'm not saying I made it or anything because, you know, I'm still like, you know, I'm looking at the mountain in front of me, but um I I just never, I, I just said, like, God, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. I felt it in my heart. Um, yes, trials came and there's times of um, of just feeling like, man, this is not making me any money. You know, let's keep it 100. Like, this isn't, being a musician, it's like you either make right, right. galore money or none at all. You know, so it's like, it's it's so hard. Um, so at 13, I recorded my first um, my first record with like a professional studio and from 13 years old till now I don't know my 21. age but you know three decades I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 21 it's just a number it's just a number uh, yeah I'm like right I know like Aaliyah kicking right now um but yeah like I I grew I uh I kept pursuing it and um actually I was I started doing stuff with like um with pretty big people in the industry without a manager like I'm like okay like I'm doing stuff you know I I started seeing it's like I think people give up when Mm -hmm. they don't see the fruit of their labor when they don't see um the results you know and it was crazy because I just heard like a a sermon yesterday and there it was saying you know some of you guys have been just waiting and waiting and waiting and it's usually those who wait the mm-hmm. longest that their roots are going down deep, you know, and, oh, and their tree's that. bigger, their fruit's bigger, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I, want, I want to have big old mangoes on my tree, okay? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so it was, it, it's been interesting. I've met a lot of amazing people along the way, and it's so cool. Honestly, like, I have to say I'm blessed because... I have a family who's always supported, you know, it's like, um, there's never been competition or comparison or strife in our family. It's always been encouragement. And we all, Uh it's crazy how we all have our own avenues, you know, it's like, um, you know, some people are singers and musicians and, and, um, makeup artists and, but, um, yeah, it's been very encouraging. And so, uh, yeah. So then now, um, I'm 23 and I was going 10 years hard since I was 13 in the industry and I got 
pretty up there for for not having a manager and just word of mouth and um I started going to church and I started like I literally gave my awesome. all to God and I'm like you know God because it was just a very right, yeah. a very hard life you know it's like um I went through a lot a lot of devastation a lot of like sadness and emptiness and at that point in my life I was like yeah. I need something to stabilize me and so yeah, so I actually became a pastor. I, I was like love ten it. years as a pastor, and um, I know my friends. Uh-huh. Every time, like, I'll do like wardrobes and and makeup and like videos and stuff, and people are like, "Oh, so how long have you been doing this?" And I'm like, <laughs> uh, "Yesterday, I was a pastor for ten years." Like it was, but you so, still are though, right? So you, weird, still are, yeah. uh, you still are. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm still a pastor. I'm just not on um on the staff pastoral staff oh, okay. uh, anymore, like staff wise at the church but the dream came alive again mm-hmm. in my heart you know it's like and I and I said to myself I said from now I give myself a time limit but I, you can never give yourself a time limit with God it's like oh, his timing right. is mm-hmm. his perfect timing you know and I was like okay I'm gonna give it my all till I'm 35 and um so last year I started I did a project this year um I started a project in March during quarantine it's actually about the thoughts mm-hmm. it's called long thoughts and it's a visual album and it is about the thoughts that we all had in Mm -hmm. quarantine like the first song that I had was called speak and the song is about um you know just us being lost where like I'm here in my house where I have to confront my family I have to you know it's like our family was on the go so I would just see them bye Uh see you later see what's up how are you it was never like let's get deep about Mm -hmm. stuff you know yeah and so yeah and so now we're here in quarantine and it's like dang you get on my nerves wow we have a communication mm-hmm. issue wow um it's because i don't because i don't trust you wow yeah. i didn't know you felt that yeah. way for years you know like <laughs> so, reality okay. is like oh shit and um <laughs> right you're like right i know i was like wow i didn't know i had abandonment <laughs> issues you know what i mean i'm like what is going on yeah. um so yeah so i i started writing and um I felt led to to write and yeah so I, I have a song that's called speak it's already mm-hmm. out on spotify under cielo music and it's about it's about just saying like you know the inner the inner me like god inside me I need you to speak to me because I'm so confused you know right. I'm so lost and that was an emotion and a thought that I felt during the pandemic you know and um I have a second single out called trust issues and it's like um, for a minute, I didn't want anybody at my house. Like, that was literally a thought. I'm like, I don't want anybody in my house. I don't know who you were friends with. I'm kicking my cousins out. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't know who who you were, you know, backing it up with, keeping it 1993. But I'm like, uh, yeah, and I had trust issues. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I don't trust anybody right now. And then just evaluating the trust issue that I had inside of my heart and building walls and things that we go through and and so I released two videos out already and at the end uh-huh. it's going to be four videos and at the end of the videos it's actually a mini movie of me in quarantine it's, it's with the um um you're talking about the trust issue one right yeah so uh, so I did uh this whole album every two weeks I'm I'm dropping singles oh nice. but I'm dropping okay. videos visuals <laughs> yeah um and so your every every visual that I drop um, at the end of the four singles that I drop, the following um, after the last single that I drop is going to be the entire mini movie oh of God. all the videos put together, and it's going to be an actual 
movie of me well, in quarantine oh, and the thoughts that we go through. So, you know, I just subscribed um, the other day to, thank you. to YouTube and I saw your video and I read your words and I was like, man, the words that you use goes they, it, it goes down deep you know what I mean because you're speaking from the heart you're speaking from something yeah. you're actually going through and like I said earlier this is going to help people right. take this in and understand because a lot of people think that oh they're the only ones going through it no we're all going through it you know and, it, and by your music and everything that you say it's right. gonna help them out and feel a little bit better knowing that they're not alone and, and yeah so who who inspired you right. to make music do you feel that it was just you yourself or did you get anybody else who say you need to continue pursuing this I know they exposed me to the most craziest music at the age of I mean I remember who listens to Gloria Stefan yeah. at three you know and she wasn't <laughs> even in my era at the time she was like a, a decade <laughs> before and um and yeah I just remember like you know like listening to um I'm like uh, you guys are not normal but my dad loved um he loved uh, Southern rock and heavy metal, yeah. um, heavy mm-hmm. metal and my mom, <laughs> yeah, it was like long hair and then my mom loved soul music. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. Um, Iron Maiden and all that. And then music and very uh, mm-hmm. wide and Earth, Wind and Fire and, um, oh, you know, uh, Shaka Khan and all sorts of people. So they, they introduced me and then, um, I was very, very I, I was extremely inspired by Lauren Hill because mm-hmm. um, I rapped and I sang. So she was literally, I memorized the whole Miss Education album. Um, that was like my go-to. I would practice every run. I would, I knew all her lyrics and she was a big inspiration. And then um, throughout my life, I had, you know, dance coaches and singing coaches that, mm-hmm. um, that inspired you, you know, and, and, um, I remember this one acting coach. This is I haven't yes. ever brought this up, but her name was Miss Wingate. <laughs> if you hear this, Miss Wingate, <laughs> you impacted my life. That's um, awesome. She was a drama. T- yeah, <laughs> she was a drama teacher, and um, at my school is pretty cool because Pocahontas okay. Junior High was a performing arts school. Her and Miss Miller, yeah. So it was a performing arts magnet, but I wasn't in the magnet. But because I, I guess they saw talent in so me, cool. they let me come to their classes. And, um, yeah, so after school, I would go to their classes. They would literally teach me, you know, dance and being um, dramatic and um, and acting out things. And it really helped me throughout my, my career to be, to, to work on my, um, my stage, okay. you know, uh, presence and work on my confidence. And so, yeah, just little people that impact your life throughout yeah. your, you know, your journey where you would never think, you know, sometimes teachers and people ignore you but it's those people that just mm-hmm. honestly believe in you that inspired me so and then all my cousins that do stuff I'm just like I remember <laughs> even you guys I remember I'm like I want to be like them like you know, I'm like oh my god I want to be them I remember so Portuguese yeah. she's so nice right yeah. this is my other cousin guys um my sister <laughs> Lorraine's sister I remember I remember like going to like harass poor girl uh, harassing her every summer and being like I'm gonna stick to you she didn't even have a summer I was literally <laughs> over the house all the time like, you know play. and but she just and yeah she's like I'm 15 <laughs> and I'm like oh boo, yeah so, you're the cool anyway, little yeah. cousin yeah but <laughs> I was like the troublemaker oh, oh, I love story, it though but... we have great energy though I love but, yeah. it. it's it's 
you're so cool, Felicia. I hope you know that. Yeah, and you're funny. She, oh my gosh, she is you. funny. I think you get it from your dad. <laughs> I know. It's like just days. I told. I know. Like you better not come to my house and have like a like a defect <laughs> or like a stutter or something because it's be over. So mean. No yeah. offense, anybody. I'm like, I'm like, please no, don't email me. But like, yeah, uh, I'm like, I I didn't have a self esteem starting at three. <laughs> like they bagged on me, they trained me up. So now it's yeah, like I get it now. Back here, watch. Yeah, I'm like that is so funny. Yeah. Oh my Thank god, you. yeah. But okay, so let's see how. Would you describe the type of music that's out there? What makes you sing this type? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's crazy because um, I actually have like a little deal with Sony um, that it's like a distribution deal. Mm-hmm. And um, so shout out to Noisy Poet. Um, uh, but yeah, shout out. Um, <laughs> what what kind of music do you do? And I'm like, uh, please don't box me. Please don't box me because I'm, I've I literally do every like I. I love like the songs. I mean, it's a ballad, and then the other song is um, "Straight Neil Soul," and like you know, um, next Friday, um, which would be on the thirtieth. Uh, so please go ahead and subscribe and go on Spotify. This is my favorite song off the album. It's called "Social Distancing," oh. and it's literally like sixties, sixties psychedelic mixed with like hip hop. Oh, it's wow. crazy! Like it's I remember. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's live music. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think more of the soul. Like, I, I can say overall, mm-hmm. like, soul music. Um, but I'm coming out with another project, and it's like, I'm going to have house on there. So, yeah, you know, it's just everything that's, everything that's inspired me, I guess, throughout life. I just won't do, like, polka or um, country. <laughs> country. Like, what is that? <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, no, no, I can't see you doing though. country. No. <laughs> do you feel that now? Okay, let's go back, rewind back to when you were younger. Um, the music industry was a lot different than the way it is now. Do you feel um, yeah. if you could go and change anything about the industry, what would it be? Um, <clears throat> I think I would change. Um, just the it's pretty I mean it's very broad what I'm about to, I'm about to say but I feel like um, it's very it's a money it's a it's a money game you know it's like yeah I've seen the most amazing talented and not just singers it was like they sang they played piano they produced they rapped mm-hmm. they played like five instruments and these people were in the background you know and it's like why mm-hmm. because they're not you know, they're not money makers or they're not people that they can um, manipulate their image. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a money thing. Um, and it is, I mean, I've been around people where it's like, they completely sell out and do whatever, whatever people oh, hire yeah. up want them to do. Like change your hair, want you to dress this way. You got to sing this way. You got to talk this way. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, that's not the kind of person I want to be and represent. And that's not, the, you know, yeah. I- right intense industry like it's it's not what you know but it's who you know and it's and usually you know you you know people you just a lot of people getting used you know and, and I feel like that's what I would change I and that's hard because wherever there's money there's dishonesty sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um even in like a political realm you know or like it's always when there's big time money it's it's always weird and it's crooked but 
that's what I would change. And, and what I would change in me, um, just the way I would approach the industry, if I knew what I know now is, um, I would totally just not care. I would go full out and not care what people thought, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, because I think that's an issue with a lot of us too. We, we want to get to a certain place in our careers, but we're always focused on what others are going to think. What are they going to say? How are they going to judge me? What if I'm doing this right? If I'm doing it wrong? But you know what? In reality, whether you do it right or wrong, it's what makes you happy. If it makes you happy, exactly. just go full, you know, go full force and who cares what people think, you know? Right, um, once right. Once you reach and touch one person, two people, three people, you've done, you know, you've done your job. And I think yeah. you're going to do amazing things, Felicia. I really do. Thank you. Yes. And so keep praying for me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and what is one message that you want to give through your music and give to your fans? Like, what message are you trying to give them? Um, I I believe I'm like I study. One thing I've done um, my whole life is I research and I study um, how people deliver things through media and through music and just mm -hmm. the background of how to deliver messages and. I think the the main messages that um, I want to convey in my music is um, there's freedom. Um, I think self love. I think um, I think the number one thing is identity mm -hmm. because um, if you don't know who you are, I feel like every. I mean, every year we're 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 evolving and we're becoming better people. But there's always a core of who your your values and your morals and and I just identity is so huge in my not only in millennials, but I feel like Gen Z and Gen Alpha that's coming up. Mm -hmm. It's like, if we don't teach them their foundation, right. I feel like they are, they will search it and find it somewhere else. And usually the things that are not, they don't have our best interest. They usually lead us down the wrong path, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just identity, um, freedom, uh, expression. Um, I want to encourage like youth and, that's my main thing, like encouraging the next generation mm -hmm. uh, that your gifts are not your own, but they're to share so that people can get inspired and carry the torch. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just like very, very positive. And, and, you know, let's get real. Let's get real with um, our hearts mm -hmm. and issues. And I mean, yeah, maybe one of my trials would would help somebody come out of theirs, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How can we not love you, Felicia? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, give me mad. I'm, I'm already getting goosebumps. I'm like, preach, girl, preach. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> no, I love it. I, you know what? I, I, I trust you and I trust your words and I trust what you're doing and I believe in what you're doing. And I think it's going to be something awesome for, like you said, a younger generation to listen to, to feel it, you know, because there's a lot of music out there that's kind of like, what, what are they talking about? Are you serious? And the kids don't understand right. what they're listening to. Then they start talking right. about, you know, certain things and mm -hmm. start doing certain things. You're like, no, 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 no. You know, it's that's right. not what life is about. So, right. yeah, but that's, that's awesome. And then I know we, and I think, mm -hmm. oh, go ahead. Sit no, down. no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think one last thing that I wanted to um, I really want to create a culture um, in just a creative community. Like, I feel like as creatives, we're very um, self, 
self-absorbed or like I'm I'm gonna make it no matter who or no matter what mm-hmm. and I, I really want to create a community where it's like hey we uplift each other you know it's yes. like okay like you know you're you're another woman you're another Latina or you're another minority mm-hmm. and you're and we're lifting you up um, and hey it doesn't matter if you have a bigger platform exactly. like I'm lifting you up be- because you're you know because you you deserve it and that's your path you know mm-hmm. and I think just creating that culture of like, hey, um, it's like, it, yeah, and and it's crazy because, yeah, don't hate. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been meeting people where they've been making it in the industry, and I'm like, how did you make it? It's like, oh, we have, we have a crew, we have a a community, Mm -hmm. and we lift each other up. If one person needs a job, and we have like a singing job or a makeup job, we refer another person. Oh, I love that. Well, there you go. Create right now. I'm sure you could get Tiffany, Denise, all of us on there. We could create a community of people, you know, inspiring each other, being there for each other, and it could just continue growing and growing. But I like that idea. That's a really good idea. I know a friend of mine, I think she does that with her beauty industry, and she just, like, grew and grew and grew a a community, and you don't feel alone. You know, if you ever feel a certain way, you can reach out to each other, and then that, you know, that individual person will help lift you up, because they've been there before, you know, and... Right, and, it, and it's hard because I know uh, quite a other other singers who've you know been in the industry and things haven't gone through, so now they're just gonna give up. They're like, forget it. I tried. I'm done. I'm over with it. But what advice would you give to right. someone who who lost who lost that and who does doesn't want to continue? Um, I think the advice. I, I mean, I literally go through a little like valley every year where it's like you you evaluate your age you evaluate your time and then you're just like I'm not where I want to be you know but I would I would inspire you to I mean the only the only reason why I believe people continue in their life is because they do a little bit of what they were created to do and I want to inspire those and and encourage those who are listening if you kind of let go of your passion Mm -hmm. um start with something small you know go back and if you're a painter okay start with a little canvas and paint on your spare time and and start expanding I believe that that's what will catch the fire back in your heart and um and life will feel a little more meaningful of like Mm -hmm. because I do I believe we're all we're all born with gifts and if we don't execute them then our our life becomes mundane yeah and doesn't matter if you if you have kids I have friends who have like four kids and they're like you know, they're makeup artists and they're, oh, this lady inspired me so much. I went on a set um, to Insecure. I don't know if you heard of that, that, um, that show on HBO with Easter Ray. It's like a huge show. What is it called? And Insecure? I've seen this creative director with, oh. yeah, Insecure with Easter mm-hmm. Ray. So I went on the set um, and I was just watching and I met the creative director and it just blew me away because she had a baby on a harness on the oh, front. Wow. And she was creative. She was directing the whole thing. And I'm like, and she's feeding him and she's like doing her thing. And I'm like, like, wow, like there's no excuse, you know? So, you know, I think it's just every time you want to make a move and, and, you know, nothing that we do is easy. Like if I always tell people when they tell me it's hard, I'm like, I hate that word because everything is hard until you, you make a, yeah, it's like, until you make a routine of it, it's going to, yeah. No, and I agree with you 110%. The same thing, you know, I I was like, you know, besides my skin Carolina, I'm like, you know, I want to get out there. I want to be able to put, you know, people in and share their story and just inspire just to create a 
a podcast that just brings inspiration and happiness, you know? And so it's like, well, shit, I'm so busy too, you know, with the kids and this and that. But if I don't, if you don't do it, it's never going to happen. If it's just going to be in your head and you don't write it down and take action, it's never going to take place. So you got to stop, write down, figure out what you want to do and just do it. There, you know, nothing else is stopping you but yourself. I feel like the hardest emotion to combat throughout your life and the hardest um, thing to to face is regret. Like Mm -hmm. regret is the hardest thing. It's like you, it literally, you will literally live the rest of your life in depression if you regret not taking a chance. And I feel like until you go to heaven, um, you still have a plan. It doesn't matter if you're 80 or 90 or 70 or 20 or you're young and in your heart, you need to do it. There was just one saying, Pastor Brown, he's like, you know, many of us will, when we pass, not only are we being buried, but we're also being buried with many dreams that we didn't, you know, that we didn't do, mm. you know, or we didn't, you know, take forth it. And it's sad. Yeah. But, um, but you know what? We're here to tell you, you can do it. <laughs> no matter what age. Yes, no you can do what, it. I know. You just got to do it. Believe in yourself. And you know, I, I want to go back to, and talk about your your song that you just released, which is Trust Issues. I know you spoke a little bit, you know, about it um, right. earlier on. But can you, as I was reading it on the computer, I was on it right now. It just locked me out. But um, explain to me again in details and, and why you wrote it again. So I wrote it like in a, as, as a metaphor, like I was talking to a guy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was actually in the video, um, my phone rings and it says trust issue. And it's a metaphor for like, every time, um, every time I would build walls, I'm like, I'm friends to everybody, but I'm like, I let one person in at a time, you know, I don't just like, okay, I don't give trust. You have to earn trust. Mm -hmm. And, and then when your trust is broken, that's like an even harder thing to, to go through. But, um, yeah, it's, it's. I'm acting like, you know, I'm having to face this issue again of, of trust and, and, and am I trusting like where my life is going? Am I trusting God? Most importantly, I, I, um, even though I was a pastor and everything, I had this huge issue with God where I was so mad at him, you know, because I'm like, I've sacrificed so much of my life. I've done so many things. I've, I was a good person, yeah. you know, like I didn't pass. <laughs> I didn't do, like, it was just like, we got down to that uh-huh. point, you know, it's like, I'm, I didn't do anything. And, and I didn't see my life the way I pictured it or I wanted it. And I had this trust issue with God. And I was like, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't mm-hmm. believe you. And it was probably the hardest um, point of my life because my whole life I've always, you know, um, I've always went to church and stuff. And so, for me to be like, I don't know God if I really want you in my life was really hard because I that was my yeah. foundation and that was like a, a point of the of the song too and and just like relationships that I was learning that you know my friends started coming up to me and telling me like Felicia like you you just drop off of the face of the earth when you know when we need you or um, when you, you know, or when you're going through something, you just isolate. Yeah. What is that? And, and then I had to, I had to look inside my heart and be like, every time I go through something, I isolate and I hit people out. And that's a mm. trust issue. You know, that's, that's because my trust has been broken. Um, and, and it can be trauma. It can be triggers that right. you go through. And, um, and yeah, so I'm like the way that, the way that I act with God is the way that it reflects on all my relationships. And it was this huge like revelation during quarantine. Wow. And where I'm like, 
I, I can't even, how am I going to have, you know, like be in a relationship with a man or, or, you know, like in a relationship with a husband, if I can't trust right. anybody, like, you know? And so, yeah, it, it was that, it, it, that's how deep it went where I'm like, wow, what triggered that? And I think I've learned this through therapy mm-hmm. is, and that's okay guys to go to therapy. Oh. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the best, but um, whenever I felt the trigger, I always, I always would stop and analyze it. What made me feel that way? And then I would remember like, you know, a, a part of my, of my youth or like you getting your heart broken. Some, some of us many times, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, Oh, that's where that's coming from. And now it's manifesting in my thirties, yeah. you know, and it's like, this is, this isn't fair. This needs to be shut down. Um, so yeah, wow. that's pretty much it. It's, it's very metaphoric, yeah. but that's, that's how I, that's how I was like, dang, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the song says it all, Felicia. I was listening to it again last night and uh, I just felt it like it just, it goes deep down and it got the chills and watching the video and just your voice itself. I don't know if you know that, but your voice is, it's so genuine. It's so like purifying. I don't know if that even makes sense, but it's like, it's like, it like almost cleanses you in a way. Like, you know, when you hear a song mm. and it, your ears just feel so good. Cause you're just hearing something that's, it's almost like meditation. Do you know when you hear a certain person meditating mm, there and it just mm. kind of relaxes you, but it makes you aware? That's how your yes. voice is to me. And I'm just like, oh man, I yes. just want to keep playing, play, push play and play over and over again. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. So I have it here. The road ahead is uncertain. I drift from belief to doubt in a blink of an eye, shifting from dreams to disinfecting sinks. God showed me things, but lies seem to stop my hope from arising. God says to trust him, but yet I trust my surroundings. I live in a world where feelings fight and facts die. The fact is I love you. The feeling is you don't. The fact is you're living a lie. The feeling is you're living to fly. The fact is you are able. The feeling is you can't. I will choose to confront my trust issue and make you my plan A. Plan B kills destiny. Here you are, calling me again. I'm building walls. <laughs> I love that. Do you think you could give us a little bit of your a little bit of your voice before we end the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm like Do you want it to you wanna do it to this? I can put the music again. You could do your own. No, I can I can sing something. Um yeah. Uh I'll sing that song. It goes, um, I'm building walls. I'm building walls. I'm building walls for you to keep things out of my space. I'm building walls. I'm building walls. I'm building walls to keep types like you out. Ooh, ooh. Ah! There. I'm like there. <laughs> I want to try to sing. Oh my god, your voice is so beautiful. Felicia, tell us where we can find you. Blame all the platforms, everything, social media. And so start, go tell us where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube, um, Cielo Music. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes. Um, you can find me on GarageBand. 
Um, so yeah, I go by Cielo. That's actually my middle name. Uh, it's Sky, but I had to, you know, make it Latina. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's C-I-E-L-O. And yeah, you can find me right now. I'm releasing all of my videos on um, my YouTube channel. So subscribe, go through the journey with me. And then mm -hmm. the last mini movie will be on Vivo. So I'm excited. Nice. And then you're also on Instagram under Cielo, Facebook as Cielo well. Cielo Music. Yes. Okay. Twitter. Right. I got a Twitter. Yay! <laughs> that means business. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. All right, guys. Please follow, like, and subscribe and support Cielo's dream. Thank you so much, Cousin Felicia. You are Thank the best. you. Thank I wish you. wish you the best in everything that you do. I love what you're doing. Keep doing it because it's Thank the best. Thank you. All right. Take care. All I love right. You. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.